I'll always hate Lady Gaga because she performed halftime at the Falcons Super Bowl. <laughs> She'll, I don't care what she does. How many bad movies she makes that make me cry on airplanes. Yeah, after. No. <laughs> even, even if it is a remake. Yeah. yeah it still, it still hits close to home. Yeah, of course. It's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't heard this in years. Really? Every wow. time. Every time I listen to this, I feel like I'm sneaking off to the bathroom to... <laughs> Ooh, that, le- that thing in the lower left, that synth. This is cool. Yeah. I always really like that riff. It always feels like John Petrucci coming in with a little diminished thing. <laughs> there we go, yeah. like this chord progression is just everywhere it always feels good there's so much modulation yeah on the synths mm-hmm. it's like was, someone on the mod wheel yeah. <laughs> i like the weird ad lib she's got ah, where is yeah. it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to me, this song, like, sounds really cool. Like, it makes me feel like I'm, like, Kanye West shopping with robot glasses on. Right, right. <laughs> but it's all about that melody and the chorus. is like It's, like, the best song part. The best, like, musical part. Exactly. Yeah. It's memorable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could not tell you what any of these instruments are. I mean, obviously, it's synths, but, like... Yeah. I love this chord progression. The vocal's kind of tough. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. Because it was like, at this point, Lady Gaga was like about the vibe. Yeah. And like, I don't know if she if she or her producers had like the confidence in her as a vocalist yet. Yeah. So it's about these cool like synth elements. But she's singing her ass off. It sounds good. It's almost like if someone told me this wasn't Lady Gaga singing, I, yeah. I, I could believe that. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like you're having deep thoughts. I'm over here being like, wouldn't it be funny if there was a guy who made pizza and his name was Papa? <laughs> Space Razzi. Papa Razzi's Pizza. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're about to find out just how New Jersey this song really is. Right. Papa <laughs> Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast about songs we like. We research how they were recorded, what they're about. Um, shit, I haven't done the intro in a while. <laughs> we research what they mean, how they're recorded, what they're about, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. <laughs> Today we're going to discuss the track Paparazzi by Lady Gaga. Released in 2008, it was the fifth single off Gaga's debut album entitled The Fame. It was written by Lady Gaga, real name Stephanie Germanata. Um, Stephanie with an I, of course. Along with Rob Fusari, <laughs> who produced the track as well and goes by the production moniker 8-Bit. It was a big hit for Lady Gaga and I think really cemented her as like a huge pop star after like a nice streak of like singles. Yeah. This was when I was like, I heard it on the radio and I was like, oh, it's another one of these songs. Right. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm in here. Yeah. Um, the song was recorded at 150 Studios in New Jersey. 
Ah, it is Hoboken a New Jersey. style, baby. It is a New Jersey song. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I bet the cake boss did the catering for this. <laughs> this is Carlo's Bakery. Every week, thousands of cakes and pastries go out these doors. This is the crew, Mia Familia. We're going to take this bakery to the top. They call me Buddy. I'm the boss. Do you think the cake boss and Lady Gaga hang, like hang out and watch Sopranos together? They've definitely had like a phone conversation they, before. Absolutely. It's like, we're famous Jersey right. people. I think she's from New Jersey. I don't really know. Like, all I know about her career is that she wanted to be a singer. Right. Since she was a kid. Right. And as as such happens when people pursue their dreams, it really annoys everyone around them. And apparently she was like bullied in high school for it. Okay. And there was like a Facebook group uh, that was like, that was like, Stephanie's ain't shit. Really? But yeah. All I those mean, people can go suck it though now. You know? I mean, you know, it's that time, that era of Facebook is so strange. Yeah. A lot of Facebook groups. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was just, Facebook was such a different platform back yeah. then we had the like can this pickle get more likes than nickelback right. <laughs> right i think that was like a thing uh, i definitely like that even though i'm as we put we've established on the podcast i'm a big fan of nickelback and yeah three or four songs you you remember that video of them in portugal yeah y'all want to rock <laughs> i guess not have we got any nickelback fans in portugal are you sure up to you. You guys want to hear some rock and roll or you want to go home? See ya. <laughs> I guess not. Right? Shout out to Portugal. <laughs> um, so th- this was uh, Rob Fusari actually used to date Lady Gaga before they wrote the song. Huh. Yeah, which is always interesting. It's always interesting when people work together in all the ways, you know? Yeah. Uh, musically and biblically. Yeah, very uh, Fleetwood Mac of them. Yeah. He was the first person to actually call her Lady Gaga. No shit. Yeah, because when they worked together, he compared her vocal harmonies to Freddie Mercury. And Queen and, has that yeah, classic that song, song, Radio yeah. Gaga. Right. Which I always kind of thought, I always thought it was like either that or I was like, oh, baby noises. Right. I'm not sure. I, yeah, I don't, I never, I didn't know the story until later on. And I was just like, I don't know. It just seemed like, I don't know, something that could go viral or something. I, I have like a pretty interesting take on this song that I thought, I remember thinking of the first time I heard it. I was like in the Oglethorpe cafeteria. Mm-hmm. My friend like played it on while I was like eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I was like, oh, this song's popular because... The idea of like paparazzi and how the experience of being followed is like how we understand to delineate someone as like a successful artist now. Right. Yeah. Which is funny because I was like, she sort of put did it before it was probably really happening. Yeah. For her. I mean, she was famous. That's but, interesting. Yeah. yeah and, I, and around that time, it was like reality TV was really popular, but still kind of like an interesting thing. But it was just starting to happen where I was like, oh, reality TV people are like, that's how we think of someone as being an artist now. It's yeah. like, not about the art they make necessarily, but the reaction to their art. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. profound. <laughs> I used to be smart in college, yeah. yeah, before all the chords got in my head. And then I'm kind of going down, like, this spiral <laughs> of, like, the, all the reality TV. Like, you are right, like, that was kind of, like, the pinnacle yeah. of, like, it. reality TV really cementing itself as, like, commonplace in, like, pop culture. This season on Flavor of Love. Yeah. Like, all... Like it was everywhere because it was like American Idol had been around. It's mm-hmm. like there had been things like the Osbournes had happened and yeah. like other things, but it was like 
at that point, it wasn't like reality TV is weird. It was just like, yeah, if you're famous, like people follow you. Yeah. So I thought to write a song about that and then become famous from it so that people follow you. I thought that was really cool. It's interesting. It's sort of like, and I know you've done like a hundred sessions like this where rappers have like fake money. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says like motion picture yeah, only yeah. or motion picture money on it's it. It's like when, when, when people on their first record talk about how rich and successful they are and it's like how like you haven't even released this song yet you know? it's all trap money okay the first thing i want to ask you about i wonder if lady gaga is in the trap of hoboken like the cake boss is actually yeah. like a front for yeah, some exactly. sort of like smuggling for an underground cannoli business right. <laughs> <laughs> today i'm going to share my cannoli cream secrets with you um the first thing i want to ask you like about this the mix is like the synths are really aggressive. Yeah. They're moving. They're not like super aggressive, like metal or anything, but they call a lot of attention for the listener. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, how do you, and there's a shit ton of them going on. I know. More than I like realized. Yeah. Like I, I counted probably like more like than like, I, I think I stopped at seven, like mm-hmm. separate modular kind of synth lines. Right. And I was just wondering like, how do you mix something aggressive in a way that is like palatable to a listener under, yeah. like, underneath kind of like. A pretty light vocal melody. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because like it's like you said, the since themselves, the sounds themselves are not like really aggressive. Like they're not super like saw sounding synthesizer waves where it's like really grind like dubstep where yeah. it's like very mid rangey. They're all kind of like subdued, bassier sounding synths, but they tend to like move around the stereo field a lot, and they come in and they come in and come out and come in and come out. Yeah. So it's almost like they're dancing around the vocal. Like the vocal's kind of like anchoring it. Yeah, it is. And then the synths are kind of dancing around, going from ear to ear, coming in all over the place. So damn, it's like maybe this is a smarter, even a smarter song than I gave it credit for. Because like now that I'm, now that we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, these different synths kind of being obtrusive, popping in and out around the vocal melody. I'm like, it feels like an audio version of the experience of like paparazzi taking pictures of a star. Oh shit. Yeah, isn't that cool? I was like, damn, okay. Shout out to Lady Gaga for this one. Dude. I'm like, yeah, I'm going like back you, in. You've had like two really <laughs> profound moments. She, where I've just been like, what? Holy she, shit. She might be like, I mean, I don't really, I, I like her. Like I do not listen to her very often. And like now I might start because I'm like, damn, this is pretty smart. Like she, it seems like in her music, she, puts on this idea that she understands celebrity and yeah. like what being a musician is and like how to, how to get that across like musically. And like, it could be an, un, it could be intentional or not. That doesn't really, if it's, if it was unintentional, that doesn't make it any less awesome to me. Right. You know what I mean? That shit's still cool. I'm never going to listen to this song the same yeah, after cool. you having you said yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, maybe that's what's going on. The beat on this song is really interesting too. Yeah. I was going to say like, I, I sort of, when I think about this song, I don't hear the beat being that cool. I hear it as more of just like a standard pop beat. And exactly. I'm just like, this one's kind of weird. Like, right, right. Like, what is that about? I don't know. Like, you know, I think, I feel like Timberland was kind of like really hot yeah, during this time. And like right. that sound yeah. of like different sounding drums was like just kind of popular. Uh, at we the need moment. more Tim- Timberland. Please come back to making music all the time. Like, cause we need some of that influence. This is cool. You're it's right. cool drums, yeah. but that's kind of like what it reminds me of. And, you know, this guy who produces records obviously 
with a name like 8-Bit, yeah. you're obviously like really into synthesizers. Mm-hmm. And so like I don't imagine someone with that name and that does a lot of synth production is going to make a beat that's like super normal. normal. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a little quirky. But it does have a really regular chord progression, but it's such a but good it's one. it's amazing Yeah, it's one of the classics. Yeah. Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this podcast. Make sure to rate and review us. It really helps that algorithm open up. Also, make sure to tell your friends about this podcast in real life. We are on Instagram, Patreon, etc. We also have a playlist on Spotify with all the songs from this season. Let us know how we're doing, what songs you want us to do episodes about. Thanks for listening to this.